And I'm joined again by Sinead Duffy on the line. And I'm going to talk to her a little bit about apprenticeships. But first, you're there, Sinead. I am indeed, Joe. Good afternoon to you and to your listeners once again. And thanks for having me back. And thanks for coming back and talking to me about very important apprenticeships and all of that. But just very quickly, on the last Friday in January, there's still time for anyone who didn't get their CAO application number yet. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the final date for CAO, the deadline really for CAO, the initial one was the 1st of February at five o'clock. So um, I would be encouraging students that already have a CAO number to keep going with that application, try as best as you can to get that application completed in as much detail as possible. And for those of you that may not have a number um, at present, uh, it does cost €45 now at this present time, but you have until the 1st of February to secure your number uh, and to fill out the application form. But going to college isn't the only way of getting a third level qualification in Ireland today. There is a bigger emphasis moving back towards apprenticeships. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Sinead Duffy, will you explain to me, first of all, what's the difference between an apprenticeship and a level six or eleven seven course in college? Okay, so yeah, look at I would say to any listeners out there, any students in particular, if they're doing their leaving cert, there are many pathways to the career. Okay, so first of all, I know that we could be very influenced by what the majority of people do. And at present, yes, in Ireland, the majority of students do go to college. Um, We don't hear as much about those that drop out. You know, that the college course didn't suit, that, you know, they they weren't able for their course. They were they didn't research it properly. They didn't have the skills to complete the course. So you're talking about I, I think the statistic there last year was looking at approximately one in six students that join college end up uh, dropping out due to various different reasons. But basically not matching the course with their, their their skills and interests. So, you know, in, in a sense, jumping on that bandwagon isn't for everybody. I'm a believer in opening up all the horizons, all different pathways, looking at the options, you know, logically and uh, certainly aligning the option to the skills, interests and values of the student. In apprenticeship is an extremely valuable way of training. It is an opportunity to actually still go to college in a sense. You're in what they call a training centre, could be attached to a college and working and earning, you know, a wage for the entire duration of your apprenticeship, rather be two years, three years, four years. But you asked me there about levels, you know, um, levels of education, as I said last week in Ireland, they do span from level one to ten. And at the point where a student, if they were leaving school after an LCA, uh, Leaving Cert Applied program, they exit with a level four. A Leaving Cert program, they exit with a level five. So you're looking at, well, what's my next step? Um, So going to college, you can go in at level six, seven or eight. Starting an apprenticeship, you can do the same. You can actually start your apprenticeship at a level six um, that will take generally four years if we talk about, I suppose, some of your craft apprenticeships. Um, and then from that level, I mean, there's nothing stopping the person going to college to up the level or to do a further apprenticeship 
to again expand on the levels, get up to level seven, then do level eight, an honours degree programme equivalent with working at the same time and so on, on to master's level. So what I'm trying to say to you is that apprenticeships offer the same opportunities. You might say it takes a little bit longer. Look, it probably does, but you're getting so much valuable industrial or work experience embedded in that. Um, you know, the traditional apprenticeships that have always been there and are very much, I suppose, in the focus and spotlight now due to shortages uh, of employees in these areas and skilled workforce, they would span over seven phases. You know, so a student would enter, first of all, and go into the world of work for the first phase, which could last for approximately three months. Now, in some cases, it might last longer because you're waiting for the training to start, you know, and, and there has to be a cohort of students for that. So approximately three months on the job training and then you're off to, to, to college for a number of weeks. I think it's like it could be generally 20, 22 weeks in college. And then after that phase, you're back on the job again for approximately six months. You know, so it over the seven phases over four years, it really gives you the best of both worlds. And you talk there about the traditional apprenticeships. Maybe we'd have remember them as in construction or in mechanics, carpentry, plumbing. If people are interested in those now, I presume they don't apply to the CEO like we described last week. Is there a different way for applying for apprenticeships? Yes, it is completely different. I suppose it's not a centralised application form or anything, anything like that. The student, first of all, I would encourage research. OK, I would say to the student, look at one particular website, apprenticeship.ie. It has all of the different uh, apprenticeships listed there. And I'm talking about the craft ones now, but, you you know, you could do anything, I suppose, hairdressing, laboratory techniques or technician, um, their business, there's IT, the software development, like it spans across many different sectors. And it has listed all of those with brochure, with what's required of you, the duration of time, the different phases. As I talked about there as well, location generally is mentioned, you know, but it gives you scope to see all of those opportunities that you have. But generally speaking, the way an apprenticeship works is that you need to find an employer, first of all, that would take you on as an apprentice. Now, that can be challenging. You know, and I suppose it's, it's through networking, asking questions, asking your guidance counsellor if you're still in school. But also, I always find it very valuable family members, you know, especially in Ireland where people know people. And, you know, they through that, uh, through those channels, you can often get a contact. And it's to find that employer, I suppose, contact them and see, are they taking on apprentices? And if they are then and they're willing to, they may take you on as a trial for a month or six weeks to see what you're like as as a person and a worker. And then if they're satisfied and you're satisfied, they they will register you with SOLACE, which is the training body, I suppose, you know, the head of, of apprenticeship training in Ireland. And that's where it begins. But the moment you start your apprenticeship, you're actually earning a wage. And that's where I wanted to go to with the next question we talked last week about in a cost of living crisis, funding your way through college by logging on to suzy.ie. But it's very different for apprenticeships because they get paid. 
Oh, it's very different. It's it's actually very lucrative, <laughs> I would have to say. Um, I know that in a school setting, as a guidance counsellor, I'd often invite past pupils back into to the school setting to explain their career. And, you know, there was one particular year that, you know, it really stood out to the students that somebody who had done an apprentice in engineering um, was earning a far greater wage when they came out of their apprentice than somebody who had started off after four years of college. So I suppose when you're to to view it that way, um, it, it becomes much more attractive. Now, it's very difficult, I suppose, when you're 17, 18 to see it that way. When you think all your friends might be going to college, it's very hard to make the move. But there is massive opportunities in particular, I suppose, in Ireland, there's 17 new apprenticeships already being forecast for this year, four of them in the construction construction sector. And I suppose that's it very much in response to, you know, I suppose what the government, the targets that the government have in terms of housing for all and climate action. Um, there's six in the area of firefighting and paramedics. So, Overall, I suppose there's almost 30,000 students involved in apprenticeship training in Ireland presently. And they're hoping to grow that by like in 2025, that they'll have 10,000 people a year applying to apprentices. Now, I think, you know, this last year, actually 2023, it was close on 9,000. So it is a growing area. It is something really worth considering. Um, And I'm not saying it is only, and this is a misconception, it's not for students that feel school isn't for them. It's even for those students that feel they're very academic. You know, we've had students that have gone on into electrical apprenticeships and they need a really good aptitude of maths. Now, we're not talking honours maths, but we're talking about a strong aptitude in ordinary level. And, you know, that they have succeeded because when you think of it, it's very much problem solving, critical thinking, working as part of a team. It requires an awful lot of skill sets a skill set beyond academic performance, but it is not for just for students that don't like school, I suppose. And that's kind of the older impression of apprenticeship. Everyone goes to college apart from those that didn't like school and they do apprenticeships. I'm telling you, it is the way forward. And if we were to look at other countries, uh, and I will reference Germany, they use this model and the majority of people train through apprenticeship training. You're learning from a peer, from an expert, somebody who has gone through this already. And, you know, having a wage and progressing through your career and doing something you enjoy so important. So as we think about that, we think about college courses, we think about the different levels, we think about apprenticeships. It's a very difficult time for students. You've been a member of the Institute of Guidance Counselors for a long time, Sinead Duffy. Would you give out on this Friday afternoon at the end of January on Ross FM your very best advice to students for what they should be doing and thinking about now? Yeah, um, my best advice for students is really take ownership of your pathway. Don't be waiting for somebody to tell you what you should do. Now, you you will need support through this journey, but there's an awful lot you could be doing yourself. Don't be afraid to send an email if you want to find out about a particular course, apprenticeship, job. Find out, ask the questions, network with people, anyone you meet, ask them where they got their job, how did they get into it. You'll be surprised at how many diverse routes can lead uh, to one particular career area. Don't be afraid to follow your interest area. You know, um, 
I was talking earlier to a student who had done media and advertising and we're talking maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago um, when that particular career area hasn't ex- hadn't exploded like it has now. But he followed, you know, his passion. And that's what it really is about, is finding your passion, following that and then upskilling along the way, because it's no longer a a job for life. You're looking at at the end of of a qualification. You're looking at, I suppose, diversifying your role, no matter what career area you go into. But my advice for you is thorough thought, exploration, networking, asking questions and following that passion. And finally, finally, Sinead Duffy from the Institute of Guidance Counselors. And very quickly, because I am up against time on this Friday afternoon, it's about four months to the leave insert as we approach the end of January. Will you give your very best advice for students who are facing that exam situation this summer? Yeah, you still got an ample amount of time to do very well in your exams. Don't be waiting until tomorrow or next week to do your study. I would very much be about planning, planning well in advance, structuring your your timetable of study. Don't start with the things that you know already because you can waste your time and think, oh, great, I done two hours there of geography revision, but it's a topic you might already know. So think about, do lists of things that you need to revise. Look at exam papers try and practice as many answers as you can that is absolutely excellent training and pace yourself I mean you have to do it in steps and stages you have to plan in advance you know focus as much as you can and I would also say as well as reward yourself this is tough studying for the leave insert is tough studying in any exam is going to be difficult but you won't have the media going on about it every day so I mean, the thing about it is you've a number of months left. You plan for those accordingly. You give yourself little rewards along the way. Uh, Don't be too hard on yourself. And really, at the end of the day, you can only do your best on a given day. If your initial plan A doesn't work out for you, go back and seek advice on that. Go back. You know, you have opportunity absolutely to check your papers, all of that. But what I mean is if it doesn't work out at all, look at plan B, you know, and have that planned now in advance. So that plan B is another viable option. Uh, Of course, when things don't work out, they are disappointing. You have to talk about that, etc. But it's not, I'm telling you, in this day and age, there are many ways. uh, Think of it like Google Maps, many different, there's a scenic route and there's the direct route. And uh, don't be afraid, I suppose, to take the more scenic route. It can often be more interesting. I love that analogy that it's like a journey. And of course, we wish all Leaving Cert students as they prepare for their CEO deadlines and uh, their pathways to college. We wish them all the very best of luck. But finally, and very briefly, just those websites again, will you give them out to me very quickly? The one for applying for CEO? Yeah, applying to CAO is simply www.cao.ie. Apprenticeship uh, training then to look at www.apprenticeship.ie. Um, and look at grants. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't mention actually post leaving their courses, which is another great opportunity this time of year. And uh, you could look at qualifax.ie or fetchcourses.ie to look up all the different PLC courses that are available throughout Ireland. And again, we talk about ladder system. It gives the students another way of gaining a level five qualification that can be used to get in then to an apprenticeship or into college. And the website for the Susie Grants and for somebody who needs additional help for the here and there. 
Yes, Susie Grant is uh, ie, And then for additional application to college, uh, you've access programs and they're, they're the here and there program found on www.accesscollege.ie. Sinead Duffy, member of the Institute of Gardens Councillors of Ireland, your world of information. I want to thank you on this Friday afternoon and I wish you well. Thank you very much.